0: on 104.9 The Horn, 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire plays jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Chris Castaneda, and he is playing down Saturday at the Rail House in Kyle. Uh, all right. There you go. Wow, even you folks
0: in Cal getting a little love. So, I've On been filed, to the railhouse before. You have been to the railhouse before? Yep. yep. Nice. Did you go there to see a, a band? Or no, you just went I just to went kick to go it?
2: kick it. Okay. We were down there for an event, mm. a sporting event, and I just kicked it over there for a while.
0: Oh, well, is it like a bar, restaurant? Yeah. Like, is this a that, so, bar? yeah, they, they're a bar. Separate. They got some got food trucks they there. Got food they got trucks, yeah, yeah. Got okay. an inside area. Nice. Yep.
1: There you go. They have an outside area, too, where they have a big stage. Yeah. And then they call the railhouse because a train goes right by it like every 45 minutes. Yep. Does That's the train
0: it. make a lot of noise when yes, it goes by? Yes, it's
1: very loud. Yeah. It
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, how, what does that do for the bands that are <laughs> playing? They just
1: keep playing. They just keep oh, playing? It's an interesting way to see a band because you always be playing and all of a sudden, and then, you know, if you get some talent people, they may, you know, change the lyrics of a song to be about the train or, oh, you know, you could,
0: I like that. Okay. Yep. There you go. Hey, got to have something unique about your spot. Absolutely. It sets it apart. Exactly. Uh, that definitely sounds unique there. So thanks to Patrick for a 512 Friday once again. Uh, 512-337-3776. That is the number two the Specs text line. You can always uh, hit us up there. Or you can use the Twitterverse. My man Haraj is at HardballHaraj in the Twitterverse. Uh, Patrick Davis at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. You can hit me up there as well. Uh, A little Texas football discussion while we have a little time here. Uh, Xavier Worthy, um, apparently is uh, you know, he's looking forward to having a big year. We know that. There's been a lot of talk that he is in the best shape that he's been in since he's on the 40 acres, since mm-hmm. he's been on the 40 acres, and that in the offseason so far, with him being fully healthy, that he is focused, um, and now we have uh, him, the best version of Xavier Ward that they've seen, which is scary because his freshman year, he was one of the better receivers in the country. Uh, there is a, um, a, a, a National College Football Analyst, who right now, at least NFL rookie watch, they're making a the comparison that Xavier Worthy could be the Devonte Smith of this upcoming draft. It says Xavier Worthy is reportedly thought to be comparable to Devontae Smith as a as a prospect. This according to Rick Spielman, who's a former NFL GM. Uh, Worthy is listed at 6'1", 172, which is a little light. Uh, Devonte Smith listed at six foot um, So NFL scouts reportedly believe that uh, Xavier Worthy um, will has the potential to be a first round pick by the end of this season and we all know the first two years that Xavier Worthy's had has made him one of the top receivers in the country for his junior campaign. Yeah. Devontae Smith comparisons make sense because Sark knows how to use those types of wide receivers. Sark likes the slender, slight-ish wide receiver. <laughs> he does. He's got a type, and they're speed demons. so got to have speed. they got to be able to uh, move. But yeah. he doesn't necessarily need them to be thick or big. Remember Tom Herman, like, tall. Big receivers who can win 50, 50 balls. He wanted guys like he tr- recruited Trawl Miri, and he had guys like Low Jordan Humphrey yep. and Colin Johnson that he wanted uh, to be kind of his showcase wide receivers. His um, big body guys yes, were on the outside, all like
2: the um, big humans that yeah. Sark is looking for. Yeah, he
0: actually had small humans yeah, inside, exactly. and he had big receivers on the outside. Yep. Hey man, plenty of ways to skin a, you know <laughs> to skin a catfish, as yeah. we all know. We don't
1: everybody the same size, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. pretty much.
1: I mean, remember, like Baylor,
0: remember? He Exactly like <laughs> Nobody more than three hundred twenty pounds on the roster. <laughs> but remember when when Sark came in, he we remarked that he was like, why why do we have you know more receivers than we do offensive linemen? Right, and that doesn't make any sense. So now Texas has he a ton you know. of offensive linemen, been stockpiling them. Um, but he also is stockpiling wide receivers too. They have one of the most talented receivers' rooms in the country right now. But I think that Xavier Worthy really does fit the type of receiver that Sark likes. I've been studying this for a little while and. I went and found, you know, receivers who basically look at body mass index, receivers who are slight in frame, similar to Xavier Worthy. Mm -hmm. And body mass index is basically a a formula of height and weight. Um, And based on this formula, they come up with body mass index. If you look at BMI below 25, all right, and by the way, if you want to think about Devontae Smith, he's at 23.1. Be it body mass index, so he's considered a really small ish wide receiver, and yep. even coming out, that was one of the big concerns. But he's still drafted tenth overall, and he's had, had success in the league. So since two thousand, if you go look at just rounds one and two, since two thousand, there've been twenty four wide receivers drafted with a twenty five BMI or less. Nine of those have happened since Devonte Smith got drafted. In 2021, which means in the last three years, you've had 10 such wide receivers drafted, and it means in, in the previous 21 years prior to 2021, the previous 21 years going all the way back to 2000, Uh, You had only 14 wide receivers drafted in the first two rounds with a body mass index of 25 or less. But since Devontae Smith made his uh, debut in the NFL since he was drafted, you've had nine such receivers. So 10 receivers with 25 or less BMI drafted in the first two rounds in the last three years. And you had eight such receivers drafted in the previous 16 years combined. Um, So, aside from what they do productivity-wise in the NFL, uh, Sark is definitely given a lot of credit for popularizing the small-ish, slight-ish receivers who are just speed demons that the NFL has also learned to covet, just like Sark covets.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at at some of the names from this year's draft, and you tried to figure out where the wide receivers, because remember, in this draft, I think the only one that everybody was looking at was in Jigba, right? Jackson Smith in Jigba? Yeah, I think he was the first wide receiver off the board, and he was a little bit different. But then they went on that run Mm -hmm. where it was – Jordan Addison,
0: Zay Flowers. Yeah,
2: and and Quentin Johnston. Yep. And he's the different Mm -hmm. one, though, because he's more of the longer, stretched out one, but – yeah, that's, that's an interesting uh, bit of information, especially when you're looking at that wide receiver position and what X-Man is going to bring to the table. We all know he's an electric fi- electrifying player and can take it to the house at any moment. But it's definitely one of those things when you start talking about BMI and how the the trend is starting to go in that direction.
0: Yeah, and I, I do think also it helps that more wide receivers play in the slot now, mm-hmm. have two-way goes, so they can get a free release. You don't have get to worry about yep. getting rerouted, exactly. And uh, there's a lot more – pre-snap motions and shifts, and like Sark does, Sark moves Xavier Worthy around a lot to make sure that he can't be rerouted and keep DBs from being able to get their hands on him. NFL's teams are doing that a lot as well, yep. so it also makes receivers who didn't have the uh, the bulk um, and the physique that they wanted, uh, it makes them more attractive now because you have ways to get them open, and the NFL is just not the physical league that it once was. I and- mean, these guys are not, don't have to worry about somebody laying a haymaker on them when they cross the middle anymore, because that's a that's a flack. That's something that will get you kicked out of an NFL game now. <laughs> right, right. So, so the element of intimidation Targeting. and physicality, exactly, yep. is no longer a threat. So it's easier for these slight ish wide receivers to be playing at a high level.
2: And the other part that you've been talking about, and I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly the motion. The motion mm-hmm. of the wide receiver now, yeah. they're always moving. So you never really can put your hand on them because yeah. they're going to move them in the slot and going to move exactly. them in motion and send them to the motion. So it makes it very difficult to knock them off their routes.
0: Yeah, and it also they put them in a lot of bunch formations. Yep. Uh, bunch stack sets, them up. Stack them up. Yes, yep. you can't get your hands on the guys. So those guys can play. And it, the guys this year that came out, there were below that 25 BMI threshold. Jordan Addison was 24.1 and Marvin Mims was 24.7. Dang. So that was a one first rounder, one second rounder that was there. Zay Flowers actually was a little thicker. He was twenty six point one because he's 5'10", 180. He's yeah. thick with he a little thick. thicker. Yeah. Um and uh the other guy, Tank Dell, twenty five point one. He's right there on the cusp. Also a second. Five eight, one sixty five. Yeah, so if you want to, you can throw me up. But he was in the third round. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, I did just first and second round wide receivers, okay. just high draft capital. Um, okay, uh, getting back to the, uh, the Longhorn uh, conversation, football conversation here, because I shout-out to my man Chip Brown. He did a, a piece, his insider report uh, today, and I think it was yesterday, actually. In an insider report, he had some nice little nuggets uh, about the defense. And uh, we started talking about the linebackers last segment, so I'll give you this little nugget about the defensive backs uh, it as says here, my man uh Chip Brown his Horns 24-7 piece for insider. Uh Gary Patterson always told me he considers the nickel back cornerback position to to be a safety because yep. of the physicality nickels need to have playing near the line of scrimmage while also being able to cover deep when called upon. Uh and Patterson, reportedly based on this insider piece from my man Chip Brown, was a big fan of Jade Barron. Yep. Big fan of Jade Barron. And uh, Team Source said Barron is developing A really strong bond with Arkansas transfer safety Jalen Catalan. Smart move. (laughs) He loves to watch film, just like I do, Barron said of Catalan at Big 12 Media Days. It's amazing how smart he is on the field. We communicate well. I think we're going to make a lot of plays together. I think you'll see the best version of Catalan this season, period. The team source said the communication between Catalan and Barron should help both players disguise these uh, things until the last possible second. Uh, You do that well enough, and you'll create some ill-advised throws and turnover opportunities. We literally just talked about that with Dan Quinn. That's what Dan Quinn is doing by being able to confuse pre-snap yep. reads and confuse their post-snap diagnosis. You have these quarterbacks who are a little, little bit discombobulated and confusion and chaos caused by a lot of stunts and twists up front, confusing the blocking schemes, and it's resulting in bad decisions. Yep.
2: And that's turnovers. why I were, Yeah, I was just about to say, that's why they're creating all their turnovers. I still go back to the combination that you talked about last mm-hmm. last year with Jalen Ford and DeMarvian Overshone knowing how to confuse the people. And if they see one read, they jump and react another way on another read. So for me, with Jade Barron and what he's become, you and I were talking about it during the break. This guy is uber talented. He really is. And remember, we got him late because of a coaching change at Baylor. Yeah. Also Matt Ruga. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I think I'll come to Texas. And we're like, yes, come to Texas, because I got a chance to see him when he was at uh, Conley, Pflugerville Conley. And I was like, I can't believe that Texas is not on this guy. And then all of a sudden, he comes, and it was like, okay. And he fits mm-hmm. every position that they had him playing.
0: He found a way to mm. to maximize it. Yeah, and I you know, I love this piece here by uh, Trip Brown. I'm going to do some more research on this over the weekend Uh, Because he's bringing up Gary Patterson saying, Mm -hmm. you know, nickels in the Big 12 are basically more like safeties. I've always said nickel is the most important and probably the toughest position to play in all the Big 12 because you got to blitz. You got to drop back in zone coverage. You got to take on blocks and and run fit. I'm talking about taking on tight ends and offensive linemen sometimes. You got to be able to cover man to man. Uh, I I need you also to be able to be a sound tackler in the open field. I mean, you have to have the most well rounded skill set, arguably on defense, period to play the nickel position in the Big 12. And he's saying, yeah, basically uh, Gary Patterson is saying that you play it more like a safety because you have to have so many different high-level skills and traits. You can't just be like, oh, man, I cover really well and I can play nickel. No, you got to be able to do a lot of things really well. And Texas last season... They didn't use a lot of three-high safety mm-hmm. looks. I think I saw it, the concept used by them defensively. Maybe uh, one game, and that's in the Texas Tech game. You just don't see it a lot from Texas. I wonder if this year you'll see more of the three-high safety looks. Even if they're not using it with their actual three safeties with uh, Jalen Catalan Jaron Thompson, and Keen Crawford, they have three safeties they yep. can use they all they, they believe all those guys are starting safeties uh in you know in big twelve play or cali- starting caliber safeties I should say in big twelve play. but also Jade Barron, based on this report, is also someone that can be used in that capacity as a safety, yeah. At time, that's what they did in that Texas Tech game. They used him as a safety. Listen, Sark's Achilles' heel is going up against those three high, three down defenses. He really can't really figure them out. He's getting better against those three high defenses, but he still hasn't really solved them because they're really tough against hybrid spread schemes. And I wonder if Texas now will give teams a taste of their own medicine uh-huh. and they'll start using three safeties because Texas legitimately has six. DBs that I think are starters. They have today, Barron, they have Ryan Watts. I think Terrence Brooks will prove himself at the field Correct. corner. But then they got Keaton Crawford, they got Jalen Catalan, they just and brought, brought got in Jaron Gav- Thompson, and they just brought in uh, Gavin mm. Holmes. Yeah. Who's got playing time, who's
2: played in, in the ACC. So you've got mm. people that can go out there and don't forget Coach Sark mm. and Dan Quinn are really good friends. They are close. Therefore, you know that you can get your defensive coordinator to go over there and spend some time with Dan Quinn and learn how to maximize the best players on your team by having them on the field.
0: No, I agree. You don't need Dan Quinn though. And the Big 12s become a three high safety defensive league for the last I don't know, six years or so. Yeah. They, they, they pioneered it They're and popularized it there at Iowa State and now everybody keeps using it against Texas. TCU now runs a version of it. Tech runs some version of it. Oklahoma State has run yeah. some version of it. Played Arkansas they run a version of it. Almost everybody's running some version of it. Iowa State runs the most Popular version of it. Hell, Oklahoma, Reverend Venables. He's going to run a version of it. Everybody's running a version of it except for Texas. Texas. You should have a version of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. This your time. Have a version of it. Right now, you got this so many time. really good DBs. Yep. It's a really good way to, to diversify a He's lot like, of those Rob, packages. Don't tell
2: everybody that we're going to do it, man. We're going to do it. I, yeah,
0: it's true. <laughs> Sometimes I can, yeah. That's yeah. But ain't nobody listening to me. Oh, yeah. Coaches, they are. coaches ain't listening. I'm talking about opposing coaches. Oh. Fans are listening to me. Opposing coaches aren't listening. If they are, then good for them. They're smart. If they're, yeah, I, I doubt it, though. They ain't got that kind of time <laughs> on their hands. Uh, all right, let's get to real quick while we got a little time. Texas uh, basketball. There was some updates um, on the uh, Texas basketball men's Texas basketball schedule. A bit of a reveal, um, and they didn't give you, of course, any. Uh, we didn't get dates, but we do have the opponents. that Texas will play in the new look Big Twelve. Texas will have home and away games uh, with Baylor, U of H, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. So get your home and home there, mm-hmm. but you'll uh, face teams, uh, basically, your hosts. Host only these teams, UCF, Iowa State, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and then your road games, uh, only road games uh, for these opponents, BYU, Cincinnati, Kansas, and TCU on the road. Longhorn basketball fans are a little upset about the Kansas road trip without a return trip. I do get that. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, that that was. I'm the one that's really mad about that.
0: <laughs> I don't think <laughs> yes, you're know, the I've seen people
2: on uh, social media bring yeah, it up too. I, I, that yeah. would have been one that I wanted to look at. But I am excited about the home and home with the University of Houston. Uh, that's a big, big time basketball game because, obviously, Houston has been one of the premier programs in basketball here for the since Kelvin Sampson got there. He continues to bring out great basketball players, so that will be a fun, fun game. Obviously, Baylor's always a tough one. But I I mean, I wanted to national see Central champs, what,
1: like three years ago? Yeah, <laughs> and
2: I definitely want to see what Central Florida is as the home-only part of the Big 12.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you have to go to BYU, you'd prefer not to have to go to BYU and Florida and West Virginia. Yeah. So to get one of those where you don't have to make the trip, and mm-hmm. I believe Iowa State, we don't have to go up to Iowa State oh, either. That's too. Iowa State's yeah. here. So, you know, I, again, do I say Do fly to Cincinnati, though. Yeah, that's yep. true. <clears throat> but, you know, if you have to pick – you know, they could make all of your road games the furthest away game. Correct. And even if you – and then throw Kansas in there, too, and really, yeah. really stick yeah. it to you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, like, Kansas State, for me, that's one that we just have to see how they do. Tang is a great coach, uh, but we do know they lost Keonday Johnson. They lost um, Noel. So they lost their two best players on that team uh, to the NBA – so there, there is that's a team that we're getting in at Texas that we should be able to handle. Rebuilding Iowa State, you're not as worried about. Uh, they've been kind of middle Oklahoma, Texas Tech it's a new program again. We'll see if they're able to. How I, I, I don't feel that anybody's going to be able to turn that program around as quick as yeah. Chris Beard did, just because he point. at that time was really the innovator of going full transfer portal.
0: Yep. Man, that, that, that didn't last long. Well, in terms of that being the your the, the, advantage. your yeah, advantage. Yeah, because
1: exactly. everybody else figured that out quickly. It didn't quickly. last long at yeah, all. Yeah, no, everyone was like, how is Texas Tech in the Final Four? And he <laughs> yeah. did it. What did he do? And he did I it, it Four
2: in the in D2 he level. Did, he did. Yes, that's he brought so, all yeah. those guys from Division one schools, brought them to the D2 level, and realized that's the key. Yeah. That's and, the key.
1: So he transferred it everywhere that and he they went. Did, but then yeah. he made it to the Final Four, and that yep. will get you noticed very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so I, I like it. I, I think the Texas Tech, you know, as much as we saw uh, their AD getting mad at Texas for saying that we're we're soft for not scheduling them every year and making it a rivalry. Uh, t- t- so it's good to have that matchup in there. But, yeah, Baylor and Houston is going to be a lot of fun for those home and aways. That They're both be. very travelable destinations. Yeah. Uh, it's you could get mad at Kansas, but other than that, I don't think there's anything that you really look at and go, "Dah, dang."
0: You're yes. Right. So Texas is going to U of H for football and basketball yeah. this mm-hmm. year. Uh, yeah, in the last year the Big Twelve. Uh, I'm taking that trip to Houston. I yeah, and I remember. We're going to H Yeah, that's that should be fun because yeah. U of H, I mean, basketball is. Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, and football. As a matter of fact, I just saw Mattress Mack donated. Not donated, I think via NIL. Yeah, um, million. He dollars. contributed. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say
1: the video of him. U of H Him and all the low riders did, in the slab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the slab. I
0: saw that too. But he's also, protected. Yeah, he <laughs> is protected, oh, dude. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's a made man yes, in H he, he could walk. Jay Prince time. helps him. He could walk he he can walk around any neighborhood, even the hoods, the toughest yeah. neighborhoods in Houston, concrete jungles, he could walk around over and he, nobody would mess with him other than to ask for whether he needed help yep. or to try to help him out or to ask for his autograph. Like, he's that kind of made man. And if you did do something to Mattress Mac, you need to watch your back. Mm-hmm. you go, you buy, oh, man, they coming for you. Yeah, he, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a, he's an institution around there. They time, man, everybody loves them some Mattress Mac. But he, I mean, he. It's crazy that he doesn't donate NIL stuff to Texas. Maybe he does, and I just don't know it. But he is a long one, right? No, he, he does. Is he, a I long-going. mean, he
1: is an advertiser at games yeah. because he has he's the thing boy. where he's dancing with Bevo telling everybody to get yeah. up. Yeah, but he, he loves
0: Houston, though. I don't know if he lo- I don't know which one he loves more. You think he loves Houston, the city. Well, I, think, I think
1: it also makes sense that he sells a lot more furniture in Houston than he does in Austin. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Texas, like the university. No, no, no I of get Texas. that. I'm saying yeah. but if
1: you're actually paying people in NIL to advertise for you or do whatever else for you, yeah. you'd probably spend more money in Houston because you're going to advertise more in Houston than you advertise. Oh in no, Houston.
0: I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just talking about just money being yeah, yeah. a sugar daddy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's more of a sugar daddy down yes, there yes. than here where he actually yeah. played. Right?
2: Yep. He did. Our boy CB As just told us. Like, like he, he played that Tech. I think he was, Who oh, I forgot who he was roommates with. I know. He I it mean, was I, somebody it, that we
0: all know. Oh, is it? Was it really? Yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't oh, I forgot
0: who it was. Um, no, but matches Mac, he's a he's a he's a beloved figure. We should yeah. just say that in more than uh, one city. But H Town, uh, I can man, he, he needs a. He's gonna have a statue in that city somewhere. Oh, for sure. I don't sure. know where yeah. it's gonna be at, but somebody's gonna erect a statue right in front of no. Gallery
1: Furniture.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no. right in front of <laughs> Gallery Furniture, and he's gonna be the one to put it up.
0: <laughs> yeah. He can't do that. He got yeah. to. I got let my own H-town money. Do it for him. Yeah. He does have his own money. I got his uh, own money. <laughs> All right, we come back. We'll get into uh, some Astros, some Rangers discussion on the other side. Talk a little baseball uh, right here on Ball Don't Lie on The Horn.
1: So damn calm. Don't be shy, no I don't mind. I love the way your eyes seen the shimmer in the moonlight.
0: Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn 512 Friday. That's when my man Patrick the Idillionaire plays songs from local bands and artists so that you have a chance to hear live in the ATX. Who are you jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Vision Arcade, and they are playing Saturday at Empire Control and Garage, all part of Hot Summer Nights is a uh, thing the Red River does. Red River Collective and a bunch of bands are down there, and they have a bunch of big shows mm-hmm. happening all through this weekend.
0: Yeah, you ain't never lying about that. Yeah, Hot Summer Nights. Hot Summer
1: be- Nights is the name. It's basically a thing the Red River Collective down okay. there, all these clubs do shows, and a lot of them are free shows, and you can kind of go club to club and find all these great bands that are playing. Nice.
0: I that like is that. real nice. That is cool. Uh, man, Patrick, always keeping you in the know with the 512 Friday, so we appreciate that, 512-337-3776. That is the number to the Specs text line. Uh, you can always hit us up via Twitter as well, HardballHarch, at HardballHarch in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis, It is Patrick Davis, and I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. Uh, before we talk a little Rangers here, a uh, big series coming up for uh, the Rangers versus the Dodgers. Uh, man, World Cup! World Cup is happening. Women's Starting World tonight? Cup has started, and uh, mm.
2: uh, women's national team takes on Vietnam tonight at eight o'clock. Um, it, it's on Fox, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah, it? it's channel, yeah, it's on channel. It's on, okay. on Fox. Yeah, it's Whatever sure. your Fox channel is, that's right. where it's at. But yeah, and it's funny because during the break, I was telling Patrick the USA team in this game is a five and a half point favorite. Damn. (laughs) Uh, In soccer? That was Patrick. That was Patrick's reaction
0: as How bad is Vietnam? I know the women are I mean, they're dynasty, they're dominant. I get all that. Is Vietnam that bad?
1: I guess they have to be an or we're that good. No, this is why I said this is like the dream team versus Lithuania. Yeah, Yeah,
0: right? Five? That's like four touchdowns.
2: And the the money line is minus seventy five thousand to win a hundred.
0: Okay, so Vietnam, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a combination of both. Yes, it's Your, a combination Team USA is really good It's really,
2: also. really good. They have a <laughs> lot of uh, exciting players. We talked about Trinity Rodman before, uh, Dennis Rodman's daughter. She's one of their best uh, players. She will score some goals tonight. You got Alex Morgan. You still mm, have some yeah, of the – She
0: got the star power oh, from a exactly, few years ago. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. you
2: brought in a lot of new players. You have an 18-year-old that is starting for this team. Starting? That will, that will she is good. Starting. Starting. Well, How, she'll get a lot of playing time today.
0: Uh yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Um man, that is uh that's that's actually cuz there's a lot of vets on this team. There like, you is still a got lot of vets. some of the old school vets like mm-hmm. I said from that last World Cup we remember from No group. doubt. No doubt. Um cuz Man, I wonder how old their oldest player is. I'm not trying to like being sensible. I wonder how because they've a lot of these women have been around a long time. I think I think it's either gonna be Is it the goalie? What's her name? The one that
2: Horan, not Haran. Oh God. She's you know not still about? playing there. She's not? Oh no. No, you know
1: what I'm talking about? I think I, yeah, okay. I know who
2: you're talking about. So
1: so is this a question where the Vietnam coach comes out and just goes, All right, if no one cries and wets themselves tonight, we are winner winners. <laughs> we are <laughs> winners. <laughs> hey, look, guys, we're in a pool. <laughs>
2: All we have to do, it doesn't matter what happens today, we'll get a chance to play again.
0: Yeah. It's pool play right now, guys. This might be in a bad situation yeah. where, like, if the, the, they don't beat them by these five, it's like, Exa- well, you underachieve. Yeah, you're supposed exactly. to blow a lot. It's like the Astros playing the A's. It's like, if the A's <laughs> win, like, one of them games, it's like, man, Astros, you know, you won the doing series. you supposed to be sweeping them, man.
2: Yep. Exactly. exactly. Wow. Exactly. Don't get credit for stuff you're supposed to do. Yeah. I think the oldest player might be Julie Ernst, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. How did she? Or Megan Rapino. Megan Rapino. she's still there. Yeah, yeah, she's been there forever. Yeah, she Man, has I been there. Her, 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 and Julia Ernst I... has been there for
0: a while. Okay, too. but right. Rapino, yeah, and Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan has been there for a long yeah. time too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. So uh, I will still say good luck to the ladies. But <laughs> five and a half. Good luck to Vietnam. Yeah, right. Good luck to Vietnam. All Just right. make sure nobody gets hurt. Goodness. Yeah. Would you take that bet? Five and a half.
2: Would no, because I've seen them play before.
0: I don't think that. Yeah, I don't know what I'd say to that. You know what I'm saying? But what you've seen the women play before?
2: Yeah, I've seen them. I mean, I've, but you I've, haven't seen Vietnam. I have not seen.
0: They Vietnam. They could be that bad.
2: Nah, that's very.
0: But good they did make the. The World women Cup. are
2: very good. But six to nothing. Are they the top seed? In yeah, the, the women uh, World are. They're, they're predicted to win. Okay. At okay. all. There you yeah. go. All yeah. Right.
0: And they are considered, not, they're not a dream team, like Patrick mentioned, but they are a star-studded mm-hmm. team and roster. No doubt. All right. So shout-out to the ladies, man. Uh, USA, 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 USA. Yeah, my wife was really excited. She, uh, her and her mom uh, getting ready. they having having like, some little mini watch party yeah. at the crib getting ready for the World Cup. So uh, good luck to the ladies, and uh, you can catch that on Fox. Uh, also, um, good luck to the Rangers. No doubt. The Rangers have this <clears> start. Post-All-Star break start, guys, is probably as hot as any team right now in Major League Baseball, and they just had a series versus the Rays, and we kept saying, this is a statement series versus the Rays. If you can win this series versus the Rays, you can really start to gather some momentum. Well, they they not only won that series, uh, they're still undefeated. They are 6-0. 6-0 post-All-Star break. And And now you got the Dodgers, who are leading their division. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man, if they can win this series versus the Dodgers, I would think that the organization should start – because you got the trade deadline coming up, yep. I would think that this would make them buyers, big-time buyers, because the belief if you can beat the Dodgers in this series, hell, I'm going to say sweep them, but if you can beat them in this series, mm-hmm. that would make you, to me, a World Series contender. Like, Abs- it's official, official.
2: Absolutely, and I think that's why um, this is going to be one of those series that everybody's paying attention to. As we talked about before, Craig Way is up in Arlington for That's this right. game. He's a huge Dodgers
1: mm-hmm. fan. He's are he wearing it. the jersey and the yeah, hat. He's going to be dialed in. I can't wait to he talk will, to Craig about He'll take some pictures. I know. For for sure. someone, I'm waiting for someone to talk trash and then realize who he is halfway through. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's wearing, he's, a, he's, a, he's covered tried. up and they're like, wait that a minute, a is Dodgers right? guy? He's, he's yelling, yelling at him, him and he talks <laughs> back and they're like, wait, I know that voice. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yes, to
2: your point, this is a huge series for both teams, but most importantly, looking at what the um, Texas Rangers are thinking about headed into this trade deadline. But it also can be a big series for the Los Angeles Dodgers because they can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They can say, hey, That's we right. might need to look at that. But for our, our purposes, it's more about the Texas
1: Rangers in this situation. I, and I'll tell you this, it can be a big series for the Astros. because If the Astros sweep the A's and the Dodgers win the series, it's a two-game yeah, it's a swing, two game yeah. uh, divisional series, yep. and the Astros are going to play the,
0: oh, right the Rangers that. Right, right after. after.
1: Yep. The, the Astros could technically, if things go not how we expect them to, uh, we expect the Rangers to win the series. But if they they don't go that way, the Astros could take over division lead by Wednesday of next week. Wow, their mm-hmm. prime
0: pouncing position. Yep. So Today. there is that yeah.
1: point and get Jordan Alvarez back and start to make a run. So I agree with you. I think whether you win or lose, it is time to be buyers for Texas because your team is playing really, really well. And you know, hey, man, this AL is, is open as it's been in a while. The Astros don't look like the Astros of last year. They don't. They look like they're taking a lump on them. The Yankees are clearly not there. They're they're fifth in their division. Mm-hmm. The Orioles are playing good, but they're young. The Tampa Bay is is you know starting to fall off a little bit. Toronto's around. Tampa you look is at falling that, off. The hard AL right Central's now. got Minnesota as the leader right now. Oh, Carlos man. Correa coming for you. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if you start looking around the, the American League right now, it's up for grabs. It is up for grabs. Yeah. You, your path to the World Series is there, and if you add
0: a couple players, mm. I'm with you, man. I yeah, and I think the Rangers are going to win this series. Versus the Dodgers,
2: oh, I'm telling you, they are playing. Um, I yeah. I got a chance to see it up close you and did. personal. Even you Brad, you've been I saying. I saw that. it in spring training. I saw it uh, in the midway point, and then I saw them on Tuesday night. That's true. And they were playing. They play so well together. And we were talking about this before the, the Marcus Simeon Corey Seager combination up the middle, mm-hmm. at the top of the lineup as well. They are playing some really good baseball as a team, and that's the most impressive part. Because you don't know who's gonna have the best night. Because you got all guys. They got six all stars.
0: So many guys.
2: When's the last time the Rangers had six all stars?
0: Long time ago.
2: Five of them started. Yeah. So it was it was amazing, and they just get this guy to play well, this guy to play well, this guy to play well, and then oh yeah, we're all gonna play well at the same time. And it's amazing, and you got good pitching, and you're doing this without Jacob Degrom.
0: I know. Just go get Shohei. Just there, go get him. Go. Gotta go Just get
2: him. Get him. I, Find and somebody. And look, you him. don't
1: necessarily have to get Shohei if asking price is too mm-hmm. much. But there's other guys out there. Yeah. Like we talked yeah. about earlier, yeah, Dylan Cease guys. is out there right now. Cease is the guy that and everybody's he, that been talking about. That is a really good player that we know is on the trade block, and he's getting tied to a lot of teams. But that's another pitcher you bring in, and that is another arm for a playoff rotation yep. that it gives you a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, Rangers fans got to be giddy right now. They'll be even giddier if the Rangers can win that series versus the Dodgers. And
2: Framo Valdez is pitching tonight, if I'm not mistaken. I think tonight is for
0: Ambers, too. Well, they definitely better win. Yeah, they better. They got you scared. They got you nervous. If the A's win one game, then that's a bad series for the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we are right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's pitching against J.P. Sears, oh. who is 1-6 with a four, mm-hmm. uh, 3.99 ERA. That means they're going right. to win. Who? The, the A's.
0: That's what the texters just said. <laughs> they said A's winning tonight. I'm like, man. Come on, man. Please don't let that happen. Come on, so, man. ruin my weekend. All right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie. A wonderful nothing on Horn.
2: Pop top again. Do you mind if I have
1: some of your tasty beverage to wash? Huh?
2: Oh, yeah. You know, I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion sir
1: i got beer i got bottled breast milk Eh, why don't we start
2: with the beer okay it's five o'clock somewhere wait it's already five o'clock here it's time for what's on tap how
0: about a nice cool drink
2: that's really good That's good that's pop a top again i've just got time
0: all right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9. The Horn getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap for us this weekend. Uh, if you miss any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com and you can catch up with them on the podcast page. All right, Haraj, what's on tap for you this weekend, brother?
2: This weekend, I have a meet and greet with a bunch of the two-five coming into town. The 2 so, five Yeah, the two-five coming into town. People are coming from all over nice. the country. We're going to have a get-together because we've been – we don't get a chance to hang out. It's a reunion, basically? Yeah, it's a, it's a reunion, like basically. Like class reunion? No, or just, just a high school reunion.
1: Oh. So if you so went to high, our school, th- 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 so if you th- went no to school. No need the to be school,
2: what year you went. No. Nah. You can be We tw- originally was going to do it for 90, but there's too many. There's too much happening. Yeah. So we, there's a lot of us that live here. We kind of see each other anyway. Interesting. But not have everybody okay. together.
0: And I'm also... Going to be watching the U.S. women tonight. That's what I'm going to be watching tonight, yeah. too. My uh, my wife, she's watching it with her mom, so we'll probably be on a watch party call together. There it is. together I like uh, And I know your wife, huge yeah. soccer fan. Yeah. She played at the highest levels. Patrick, what's on top for you, brother? I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a pretty relaxing weekend. I love Ooh, it for you, Patrick. you deserve it. Are you going to watch something other than sports because there's no sports for you to watch? Yeah, who knows? Man, because Brad doesn't watch anything but sports. Pretty much. much.
1: Well, I watch some comedy stuff every once in a while. Oh, there you go. All but right.
0: You should watch a comedy this weekend.
1: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah,
0: hey, you lose. don't
2: have to go to a movie. You can You'll just be, be a, in the
0: movie. I might try to go watch Oppenheimer by okay. myself somewhere. My, and okay. I'm going to do some research and see if I can get some tickets. If I, oh, you can get them. Yeah, I just want to go by myself and go watch like You'll a Loser. You can yeah. yeah.
2: That's not a loser. That's well, somebody that can keep them moving. It, That's an wait. adult that means man, you ain't it's, gotta, no, no, You know It's, what that it's, means? it's depressing you, you ain't gotta say bye To nobody no, That is true Cause man. you just don't Ever say bye to nobody
0: <laughs> Well That happens Even <laughs> at crowded I'm club about. Trying to get out of there But you know Still though I'm gonna go by myself <laughs> We're gonna hang out A little bit People yeah. think you're lonely When you do that It's like I'm not lonely no, I just wanna go I'm focused <laughs> I'm focused man <laughs> uh, Alright I wanna thank Obed you, and Patrick for doing a great job As always Thank hard. Thank you hard, For all the work That you do as well And thank the folks Out there for listening Remember the revolution Will not be televised we we'll are talking about it right here on ball don't lie we love you guys we mean that take care of yourselves but more importantly take care of each other and have a great weekend peace